0: Alright, so, uh, first of all, one very important announcement. Uh, today's she is the L'Rafur Shalema of Ayyid Shmuel ben Sora ben Ben-Bela-Sorah, uh, it's unclear exactly, it's a 98-year-old man who called me just uh, a little bit before the she. Uh he called me from Mexico, and um, he survived about five of the camps in uh, Auschwitz, and many others, and we met in uh, Italy, actually. I'm a bit embarrassed to say this, but I was the Scotland residence in a hotel in Italy for Pesach. And whatever, in those days when they had these things, they're probably not going to have them anymore. But in the days when they had these Pesach programs, right? i thought he was looking at me like, oh yeah, we're already booking in for next year. But anyway, so um, we met over there. Incredible, incredible person. Incredible person. And uh, he is actually in Mexico. He's stuck in Mexico. Uh, he actually lives in England, London. And uh, he's hoping to come to Eretz Yisrael. So we're hoping to get him there. but he's going to an operation tomorrow. And uh, we wish him a Rufu Shalema. Be'ez HaShem, he's an old man for an operation in this situation. But uh, Be'ez HaShem, He'll have a full Rafur Shalema He'll be able to join us in Yeshiva, in the base of Medrash. Be'ez HaShem. Okay. Let's move on, Rabbi. Side. So today I want to go into a brand new soga. A very interesting soga. really interesting Um We've been doing some really interesting sugars recently. I hope you guys are realizing. We're just mumish, like, trying to tackle all, like, the interesting shilas that generally don't get spoken about too much. So, although everything's interesting, that's the truth. Everything is interesting. You can make anything interesting. You could take the Malach of Ose Shnei Snebatinirin, and you can make that interesting if anybody even understands what that is. Those of you that know me, maybe you would. But anyway, so, um, I want to discuss a couple of shilas that are very Nageya. Especially, there are people who are learning at home, maybe even learning in schools. But this isn't a gear the whole year round, and specifically now, maybe even more perhaps than in the other time of the year. And then, as regards to uh, some interesting questions of Gaby Svarim and kedushas of svarim, I'll give you two examples of Shilas that I'd like to get to, which people always have and no really knows the answer. You know, it's one of those questions. You know, sometimes someone will send me an email, or they'll call up. and Be like, I've had this shayla for like three years, but I've never like I've never actually asked the question. Give me, give me. What is it, Lamaisa? You know, give me the shack. So, one question is, let's say you have a magazine, a Mishpacha magazine, or, or others, you know, the Mishpacha are the only ones that paid me for the advertising, so I can't really mention all the other ones online, so whatever it is. You've got a magazine that's full of Torah, stories, news, you know, the latest events, whatever. Advertising of the Pesach hotels, you know. And you want to take it into the bathroom obviously, because where else are you going to read such a thing? You haven't got time to read it in the dining room, because there you're busy learning, right? So, in the bathroom is a time that you cannot learn so much, are not allowed to learn, to your tsar. So, you have to take something to divert your mind off of the learning of the sefer. So, what do you do? So, you bring in a mishpacha or one of the other ones, or a newspaper of any kind, and the problem is that there's Torah in there. Are you allowed to bring such a newspaper or magazine inside the, to- inside the toilet, in the bathroom, if there is Torah inside there? What about if you have a book? Stam, you have a book. And you know, every book, if it's a Jewish kosher book, yeah, a pasuk here, a pasuk there, you know, it's not a Torah book. But every so often we'll have a Torah saying, like a biography, for example. Now, there's some biographies that are Mumish musas from him. But I'm talking about biography that's really like a storyline, like twice or three times. i will have like an odd pasuk somewhere. That's question number one. Question number two. Very important question. And that is, what's with Seamus? What needs Seamus and what doesn't need Seamus? For example, you have this Mishpacha magazine that has Torah. So, does the whole thing need Seamus? Do I take out the Torah? Or can I chuck it all in the bin? What do I do? I, you know, I, I, someone called me up once. He says to me, I have six years worth of Mishpacha magazines in my house because I don't know what to do with them. I, I said to him, I don't understand, am I the only roving in Like, I don't understand, like, you, until you called me, you didn't know what to do? Apparently not. I don't know why. So it's a very interesting question, and I think it's, again, I think it's a great opportunity to try to go through a little bit of covered sparim because it's a very... it's more common than people realize what it is. It's more common, and I think it's good time for us to go through it, because, you know, not always do we get in the chance to learn as much as we can, and do all the regular sadarim as much as we can, but in, in our little way if we can, you know, be machabids for them in the way that they're meant to, and the only way to know that is obviously to learn the halachas, then that's a gavaldi In fact, I will tell you, and we'll start with this as an introduction, there's a maram chigaz, Okay, the Maram Chigaz brings down a very scary thing to say, but again, it's not me, it's the Maram Chigaz, Mishmeres Chachom and Simon Reish He, if you want to look it up, if you happen to have that safer at home. So you can look it up, and he says over there, that who knows, says the Maram Chigaz, if because people are not Machab Tzvarim in the proper way, in the way that they're meant to Muhammad Tzvarim, because people just don't know, who knows if that's the reason for the terrible gzeras that are on our community... And young children die, and it prolongs the gollus. That's a heavy statement. But again, Rabbi I say, it's a that who knows if because people are mavazen kisve koidesh, they don't treat swore incorrectly, they don't put things in shamus when they're meant to, and so on and so forth. Maybe that's the reason, he says, of the terrible xeris on the community, young children die, and it prolongs the gollus. In fact, the siach Chitzchak brings down, when shame shamaim is in the garbage, it causes tremendous poorness. Now, you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful what you throw out, what you don't throw out. What is considered to be something that requires shameless, what doesn't. And again, we're going to try to go through these halachas uh, without going into too much depth, but to try and understand them in some level. So, where's the makar? Where does this come from? Let's start from the beginning, because like, you know, over here we don't want to start from, you know, although it's great to start from the Gdolia Paiskin, but let's, let's start from the Vakar, from the, from the Pasik and the Torah, and we'll work our way through. There's a posik in Parashas, Devorum Yud-Base Dalit. Well, the Posik says, that shrimp um, you know what? I think I'm actually going to get a, uh, Devorum, so that we can actually look this up properly. Bear with me, Rabbi Isai. Let me get my Chumash. Okay. Okay. Devorum, where was I? Dvarm Yud Beis Dalet. Okay? Just quote this one properly, because we're quoting words of Torah. Perik Yud Beis Posig Dalet. Ah, that's right. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it starts from Gimel. Binitatz dem etz misbehoysom, vishibaratem etz matzeyvoysom, vashareem tisrufum ba'eish. Okay? Okay? and What's it talking about? No, "What's this to talking about?" Hello, I'm sure as soon as I said base pasuk gimel," you're like, "Oh, of course!" <laughs> right, Naftali? <enough, Danny? laughs> Yitzi, he did like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's talking about avodah Talking about burning avodah taking avodah burning it, getting rid of it, get it out of here says the next pasuk, Loi sasun l'ashem to the and everything that comes together with that that, that that's no shekhas so there's a gemurah in Macchus, right the gemurah of base tells us that from here from this pasuk that we just learned is the makar of erasing the Rabbeinu Shalom's name. anyone that learned the Gemara, we know famously the Gemara there talks about going into the mikveh with a tattoo, all these sorts of things of Hashem's name on it, and everything else. So that's where the Gemara learns that erasing Hashem's name is also because the Possek in Gimel was talking about burning things in fire, and then the next one says, Hashem, you don't do that too. And that's Hashem Hashem. That's where the Gemara learns it from. Says the Rambam, that you get Malkus for such a thing. What's the Pshat? Maha Ima so we look over here obviously at the Heilige Chinuch, and the Chinuch brings it down that the reason for this mitzvah is to come to Yerushalayim if you treat the Shem Hashem and the Swarim correctly you'll come to Yerushalayim and the Lashon of the Taz is in Yeredea, the Rosh the Talz in Yeredea, Simon Reishpey base, is that a person should be very careful if Kedush has a and if he's not careful, he's gonna, uh, he's, gonna he's gonna give din vechejben in Shemaim after 120 years, how he didn't do that. And that's why it's very, very important for a person to know what does and what does not need covered, and obviously how to do that. So the truth of the matter is, you know, we'll start from the top. If you open up and again, we like to start from, you know, where it comes from, the source. So this is the Gemarion Kedushin, which we learned The Gemarion Kedushin, Lamed Gimel, Base, Where the Gemarion Kedushin tells us that the Chiv of covered to a safer Torah is a daraisa. At so, Kach, right, that the Prim of writes in the Shachanah brings it in ready in Eredea, that you have to actually stand up for a safer Torah. Right, what about other Sif Sforim? What about if it's not a safer Torah? So it's very interesting, I don't know how many people even know this. The Ramah brings a Yesh Oimrim, which is, by the way, a tshubba, a Rashba, Where the Rashba holds that when a homish comes in the room, you have to stand up. Can you imagine? Like somebody walks into the room with a homish and you stand up. The guy's like, oh, thank you, thank you very much. That was very nice of you. You know what I mean? You're like, no, no, I'm not standing up for you, I'm standing up for that printed Chomish that you're holding the, the Ramah brings a Yesh Machmir which is a Rashba that holds that you have to stand up for a Chomish that's like a Sefer Torah Chomish is the same however the Lamaisa the Ramah doesn't in that way because the Ramah paskin is like Shittas Rambam. and the Rambam says that only for a Sefer Torah and not for a Chomish so that's a very very important thing that's a very important idea to understand where this comes from and how Chomor this actually is Okay, the um, we have to understand as well, especially if those of you that, uh, you know, ever wondered about this, you know, there's a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah. Now, there's a major shaila whether it applies nowadays, or it doesn't apply nowadays. We're not going to go into it now, the Gemara Barichas goes through this, the G'dayli Rishonim, say that the whole reason of writing a Sefer Torah is that you can learn the Torah. But now we have Sforim, says the Rosh. So according to the Rosh, you're making the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah, when you buy a sefer, none of you guys should be Potter, by the way, because at Yeshiva's based of it, we do still require a sefer Torah. So, if you have any friends out there that want to give our Yeshiva the very first sefer Torah, this is not advertising, guys. Guys, not do, not advertising. I'm just mentioning as part of the she. In case you happen to know someone, we don't have a sefer Torah, so someone someone's be kind. The mitzvah according to all the him. Give us our first Sefer Torah. But anyway, the Rosh says that you're makayim the Indian of Sefer Torah, when you buy Sforim. So according to Rosh, it's actually a mitzvah to buy Sforim. It's a beautiful mitzvah to buy Sforim. Kuponim, that's what you're... And therefore, those Sforim are basically B'mokim Sefer Torah. And that's a very, very important thing. Uh, That's a very, very important idea. The uh, The Rambam, Says in to Yusoyeh the Torah that it's when your person writes a Torah, it lasts forever. It says that Samach the same thing as with any Svarim, it lasts forever. In fact, I actually recently told this to a fellow in Ramana Shkol We were Zorcha to have, maybe he's going to listen to the Shia now, I don't know. But we were Zorcha, I told you about this, this is very exciting for me. But we reprinted the Ikhav which was out of print for a long time. it was a fellow in Ramana Shkol right? I'm not going to say his name because maybe we will not to mention it, but you'll look at the Ikhav Atofel, the first page, and you'll find his name in the dedication over there. But anyway, I, he asked me about, you know, I have my money. what should I do with it? Well, whatever. So I told him, there are only two options that you have. You can either support your local yeshiva, hint, hint, or you can basically reproduce for him, hint, hint. Those are the only two things you have. So Bosh Hashem, he picked, actually, both of them, and um, he reprinted of them. And I said to him that Rabbi Akev Kamenetsky once was asked by a shiner by somebody about, you know, he has money, and he wants to give it to XYZ, and he wants to give it to someone who's publishing a safer. What should he do? So Rabbi Akev Kamenetsky said to him, look at the very first Arachai Kodesh. In the Torah. The first Orachim mm-hmm. or- a ha- la Torah. So he went to look and he came back to Yubiakim Kavnetzky and he said, "Rebbe, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have an answer to my question. I looked at Orachim mm-hmm. or- ha- I don't find anything. He said, what did you see? He said, well, he thanks all the people that helped him produce the Orachim mm-hmm. or- HaKadosh. Or- ha- so if that's the case, I'm able to produce the Arach people are able to learn from me. He so, said, no, there's the answer. When you, when, you, when you publish, when you help give money to a Safer, you're allowing something to go, le ne, ne, le as the Tzemach tzedek, tzedek says, that it's the doire doyris when you give it. And in fact, more than that, me it's with svarim. Now, I know what you guys are going to ask. Probably this is what you guys are bothered by. I can see your troubled face, Tovey. I can see it. You're bothered by the following question. What's the kasha? The kasha is, all right, that was those days, with the svarim that were made properly, with the olden-day printing mahalach, where they stamped it. But nowadays, that everything is mass-produced, mass-printed, laser-printed, does it really have the same kadusha? So I have to tell you it's interesting, because... We'll get to these halachas. There's a lot of halachas for us to discuss, obviously. But one of the halachas, which is actually one of the last uh, si'ifim, right, Donil? It's the last si'if when discussing in Raishpe base in Hilchas, uh, you say, in Yeredeah, where it discusses the Kabadah One of the last ones is about putting a chomish on top of a siddur and a siddur on top of a chomish, and nevim and ksuvim, and the order of things over there. So there's a taz. You should look up this taz. Write this one down. It's an unbelievable ma'amokim. Reish ein ches, where he wants to say, that There is no difference. There's no difference how it's printed, how it's made. It's all got the same Kedusha. The Mishnah Brura, the Heilige Chavetz Chaim, in Simon Mem, Sikott and says the same thing as the Taz. All of us, Swarim, are the same Kedusha. And therefore, yes, they're made differently, yes, they're mass-produced, yes, they're laser-printed, but they're all the same Kedusha. By the way, there's a Shari Tshuva, in Simon Shinn Lama An who brings a shiv Yaakov, a Shvis Yaakov, I'm sorry, but the Shvis Yaakov says, even if a Goy printed it, it's still going to have the same Kedusha. That's incredible. That's unbelievable. Now, it's interesting, because the Chazanish has a tshuva, which we're not going to read, but it's incredible. Yere Seven Rashid Aleph, where he writes down that nowadays it's maybe even better because, because of electronic, when you press the button, so the safer is produced by koyach sheni. It's not koyach it's koyach sheni. Like we know, for example, all of us that are oisek and hilchas natelis yadaim, natelis yadaim, we know, has to be from your koyach, right? You have to, you have to open the faucet, or the tap, in order for the water to come out. This is the Chazanish, but when you press the button, it's not Chazanish, it's Chazanish, as they pass the marsham and Gimel, and the Kapachayim, and the Maram and everyone else. But there is, however, and this Kach Kibalti from my Sheshiva of Scheinberg Zetzel, that he brought down the famous Oroch HaShulchan in Yerede and gimel Pei Gimelzi where the Oroch HaShulchan says that nowadays, the putting of the Sidurim and the Chomoshim, and your people are very busy with the order, I'll tell you a more Daniel, do you, I'm going to... Hazara, right? Do you don't mind? I've got to tell the island this, Misa. Somebody calls me today. Mama, you know, you should know, sometimes there's a lot of siyat, dish, there's always siyat, dish, always there's always Ashgachah protest, but sometimes you like see it in your face. So a guy calls me this morning, late morning, he says to me, he dabbers in a shul, Hashem, I'm not going to tell you where he is in the world, he makes in a shul, he dabbers in a shul, Hashem, irachem. They're not makbed on corona. They don't even hold of corona. There's no corona according to them, right? There's no masks. There's no social distancing. There's 400 people in the minion. It's a total joke. It's ridiculous. So he says to me, he went to the rabbi and he asked the rabbi what to do. So he told me how he met the rabbi. He went over to the rabbi and the rabbi said, come into my office. So he went into the office and he saw there was rubbish there. And on this chubish was a knife. I couldn't believe it. Uh, a knife on top of a chomish. Nah, you can't have a knife on top of the khomish, right? have a chomish, right? I couldn't have a knife on top of a chomish, right? Even if you go to the Archashok, which we're going to meet in the middle of mentioning. But he said, I took off the knife off of the chomish. And he said, I see it was a simil mina shomayim. That the knife is danger, and the chomesh is toyah, it's Yisrael and it's on me, it's on uh, I It's my responsibility to save Yisrael by taking away the danger and going to a doctor and printing a letter to the shul to say that they're dangerous and they shouldn't do it and everything else. And the rabbi said it's not, not my problem, has and he wanted to bring a whole riot, which I told him we don't really pask and To is in the we don't pask and for mabaskal, so therefore it's not going to be so again. But I'll call upon him the Orochashokan. Let's go back to the Orochashokan. In your days, some of Reishpe Gibbos, he got involved. He over there, this halacha, which is brought down the halacha in your I'm not putting a sid on top of a chumash And you have these people that run around, right? Well, I always wish these people would learn more, but instead of running around, they run around the this measure, taking like every siddha off the chumash All right, chill out, man. Yeah, but people do these things. But there is an orchha shulchan. Next time you see them, you'll open up the orchha shulchan, and he says over there that nowadays all of our sparim have the same kadosha. Why? Because it's not like they were printed with ink, that the Chomish is a Moshoshif and a Siddur is less Choshif. No, they're all printed the same. Therefore, Mamegadon don't have maintain a homish and a Siddur. And as I pass, Gemay Rosh Hashiva and Yor Zietzi, Zatzal, like the Orch HaShulchan, not only that, I found that Rav Shlomo Zalman held that this Orch HaShulchan was Miskabel in klali Yisrael. So according to that, there's no real difference, but that doesn't take away the Kedusha of Svarim. Because in the end they Swarm have Kedusha, and we have to treat them with that way. So I'll give you an example. I'll give an example. The sefer Hasidim brings in top tov kov chov base that he says you have to be very careful when you put svarim on places to make sure you don't put them in a place where they could fall because obviously that's going to be a design to the sefer. So a person has to be careful from such a thing. That's example number one. Example number two, Rabbi Say, to put and no one, no one here would dream of doing such a thing, but just to give you some examples. And most of this is learned from Hilchah Sefer Torah, which, as I mentioned to you, the rishonim and achronim learn Dine svarim from a din of a sefer Torah. So whenever a person the a sefer is going to apply for a safer as well. Which means, according to that, the Raman Yo'oday Simirishpe Basic Cotton Zion says make sure you don't put Svarim on the table, on the floor, I'm sorry. Don't put them on the floor or anywhere where people could walk, even if it's high up. Because if it's a place that people can walk, it's not Paseda, it's not covered for the safer. Not only that, the uh, Rama brings down as well the same idea that you can't put a safer on your knees. You can't put a safer on your knee, but he says if it's for learning, you're allowed to put it on your knees, but you're not allowed to lean on it. Like, you can put your elbows on the safer, sort of just like lean on the safer. That you shouldn't do. But the Poiskim do say, I saw shame both with Scheinberg and Rimnissim Karelitz Zatzal, that if it helps your learning, then it's water. Right? It's very again, A guy came to me, for example, Friday night, and he says to me he wants to be able to learn for longer because, you know, he's very tired Friday night, so he wants to be able to learn. So he wants to find Aitsas. This is one of his Aitsas. Right? One of his Aitsas was, he had a whole different idea of taking two chairs and putting a, a, a wood over there, and then he had a shiloh of oil. He's allowed to do that on Shabbos. But this is one of the things. He's put the, instead of putting it on a table and falling asleep, putting the safer on his knees, leaning on it, and this way he's like sort of bent over, and it's like an annoying position. It sort of keeps him up for longer. And this way he'd be able to learn for longer. Ah! This so reminds me of the Stories of the Gedolim that used to dip their feet into freezing cold water the whole night to be able to learn the whole night. There's still people, Rabbi that want to do these things. If it's helping your learning, the the game you're allowed to lean on the safer. No problem whatsoever. Another example, which many of us are familiar with, which is already brought down in design, and that is that you cannot sit on the same table or bench or chair that has a safer on it. Now, people have an idea. That as long as you sit, for example, if you have the safe and it's sitting down, right? If it's sitting down and I'm sitting on the same level of it, then obviously I can't do that, right? But if it's standing upwards... I'll, I'll, I'll sit it upwards, and this is like, this is very negative, like, you know, you come to, to, to Seda, obviously, you don't just come with your Kamara, who comes with their Gemara, that's so old fashioned. You come with your Rashba, and you play Shua, and this is for CMS and you come with your Ritva, and you come with the Avni Maluim, you know, you're saying you come to Seda, fully loaded, you're ready to go, right? So you know what, what are you gonna do with it? You can't put it on your, on your knees, it's going it's, it's annoying, it's not gonna work, right? So I put it next to me on the bench, I'm not gonna lie it down, cause I'm not allowed to do, right, cause I'm sitting on the bench. Stand it up. Poskim say, again, I saw Rav Ravaliashans, that's how I'm or that with they were of Scheinberg, they also said the same thing with Moshe, that even if it's standing up, it is actually not going to help in that case. But the postkim do say, this is negated to us, by the way, on <coughs> Yeshiva, so we have a bench with four chair, separate chairs on it. Now, it's true, theoretically, it's all mechubah one to the other, right? It's all one cleat. You can move the bench and all four seats move together. But there, and this, by the way, is halacha that as long as you have separate seats, then you are allowed to put it over there. So, the alevi or that you're allowed to put it on the next seat. That's not a problem, because it's not the same seat as me, even though it's connected, but it's not the same seat, and therefore that would be okay. So that actually happens to be quite a negea thing. Now, I don't think most people are going to do this. I don't think you know. Here's your safer, right? I don't think anyone's going to take the safer and put it front down. Most people don't do that. I think that's pretty obvious. But you know what? We do see a lot, and I've seen this very, very many times, and it, and it does bother me because it's really not nice. Forget about being against Allah, but it does bother me. And I'm looking for my siddur right now. Oh, here it is. Here, right? You take. It's very again by sidurim. I don't know why it seems to be in a game by sidurim. You take your up. Especially if it's one of the small ones. You know the small ones that you keep on holding it open. But the minute you let go, whoosh, closes. You know, you got to keep it open. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's not just me, right? Okay fine. So you take it and, and you you wanna go get a tissue. So you go to the boomer to get a tissue, right? So put it down on the Stender. Chas the it's say. you a basic that you're not allowed to put it upside down, whether it's upside down, closed, or whether it's upside down whole. People do this all the time. all the time. I see this case, the mamash, all the time. They're holding that little sit- up. I can't find it right now. I have a little sit that I take with me when I go across the street to the, to the shoot over there. I can't find it right now, but it's a small little thing. And, and you know, it doesn't stay open. So when you want to go somewhere, you just put it down on its side. You're not allowed to do that. It's also, 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 that you're not allowed to do that. Not only that, by the way, right? The Bach in day and Rishan Zain says that you can't leave a safer open stump. You've got to be careful. I think most of us know this. But I don't know how many people actually keep this one. And it's okay. You're at home. You're going through the sugya. I want to eat lunch. I've been learning since 7 o'clock in the morning. Hello, what do you want me to do? So, you you know, say this. You leave it open. I'll come back for the next 4 or 5 hours, right in the afternoon. As we do. So you can't leave it open. You're going to have to close it. You're going to have to leave the first page open. Put something on top of it. Whatever it is. But it's important for a person to treat Svarim in the correct way. Now let's go back to our Ashayla. Uh, one more thing before we get to that. Okay. This was just a lead up by the way. You get this? This was just an introduction. All of this was an introduction to what we want to get to. But one more, intro- one more part of the introduction. is also I'm very negative, Shayla. People like to do this, right? People love piling up Svarim. Okay. You pile up Svarim. Can I have I got a, a pile over here, and the phone. You know, so I'm using now all the sperm as my stender. That's what I'm doing. I'm using my sperm as my stender. Are you, are you allowed to do that? Is that is that motor? I mean you are allowed to use the safer for your own personal usage. What does that mean? So there's a taz. You know some basic gimel, says osa. He says unless you're gonna uh, like learn from all this farm like we said, you know, you've got the rash you've got the ritvah, you've got the shitbok of the yeshua, the meiri, you got the ms. you got you got everything there, you got your name in the also. you got everything on the pile over there. It's cabaldic right? So I'm gonna go through it one by one. It'll take me five, six hours we say have all the time in the world, right? Corona, I'm stuck at home, so what else am I gonna do apart from learning? So it says the taz. unless you're gonna learn from all of them you're not allowed to do that but if you can learn from one of them of course you can put them in one pile and start for the top one but there is I will tell you where he says um, the reason I'm giving you the Maram is because I know that number one most of you are writing these down but number two also because these are questions you have to know these ones someone's going to come to you and say no am I allowed to do this it's going to be like this you've got to take it out you've got to tell the oil what, where exactly it is so the Morgan of Rome says there's no problem with putting a safer under another the Sefer, as long as you're learn, learning from it, you're not calling, you no, know, he doesn't call it using the Gufa Sefer because he calls it And as no person in Chayodom mm-hmm. and the Mishra in says the same thing. So, according to that, it would be Mutter to do that. Um, let's talk about one last shila for today because that's all we have time for because, again, today is only the hagdama to get us into uh, some of the Shailas. Um, okay, so like this bringing it into the toilet, okay. What's the law of bringing a magazine or a book into the toilet that has toy inside there? Obviously, bringing a safe or anything with toy you're not going to do, right? But anything that's similar to that, you might. So, what is the din in that case? Okay, so generally, like this any newspaper or any new magazine. That's the echo of that thing is for Tivrei Chol. It's for weekday things, it's for stories, it's for politics, it's for news, it's for opinions, it's for whatever it is. I don't know, you know, sometimes they're in some Tivrei toy over there. So, in this and karen, it's for examples that Sal held that you're allowed to bring it into the toilet, even without checking it, and if you happen to open it up onto the page that has Toi over there, so you turn the page again, right? Obviously, you're not going to reveal the, the page after Toi, and you. you're not going to read it while you're on there, but you will. you are allowed to bring it in. Uh, with Scheinberg, that's how I wanted to say that if you know this Torah, there maybe not, but if you're not sure, which is many, many times the case perhaps you shouldn't bring it in, but the Revelyash have held that if the Torah is being covered by other pages of the magazine, you can bring it in, even though you know there's Torah in there, but obviously not to reveal the page of Torah, skip the Torah page, and therefore that's enough, and in fact, Re-Villash, um of Scheinberg's, that's held, that one page is enough, I don't need three pages as a Kisui, but one page is enough, and therefore it's okay, I asked this question to Rebbe Zolobach, he was masking to all of this, he said, maybe it's G'day, if you know there's a whole page of Torah there, rip out that page and leave it outside but if it's not a whole page of Torah some places will some magazines or newspapers will have a Torah section where they'll have Diveto Torah and the Parashah and they'll have Hashkofer they'll have a page of Halachas you know whatever it is for example Daniel if you look at the Jewish Tribune you will have my Halachas almost every week in that newspaper right? you've seen it recently? because you don't get the Jewish Tribune ok that's a different story. We're not going to get into that right now. That's already way talk about English politics. But anyway, uh, the Akhoponim, the Yisod over here is that as long as there's Torah inside it and you're not revealing it, and it's not Ica Torah, then the message you could bring it in and you could just cover it. There's not a problem whatsoever. Uh, the same idea, by the way, they asked for Valyashev, what happens if you find a magazine on the floor? You find a magazine on the floor, and there's Torah in there as well. Do I have to pick it up just like I found the cipher on the floor? What's the din in that case as well? And he wanted a tiny that it's not a bizon. As long as Riv of the newspaper magazine is not Torah, then and obviously the Torah itself is not facing the floor, touching the floor, then it's not really a bizarre, because it's not Muchat for Torah. They said the same thing also with Gedolin pictures, they have all these magazines. I'm not gonna say the names, you know what they are, with all the rebbers and every rebber in the world that you never knew even was a rebber before. Right, Danny? You know Danny knows exactly what I'm talking Talking about and those things are allowed. They don't require gneizir as well, which of course we have to talk about. But we have to understand and really appreciate. And again, it was just like doma. We didn't even get to our shayla today. What was our shayla? Nobody even remembers the shayla. We started with the shayla of uh, what requires sheamus, newspaper, magazines, and and, and, and maga- you know all these sorts of things. Do they require sheamus? Which obviously we have to get to. But we have to understand a very important thing. The mesach to sefer brings down that if someone asks for a safer you give it to him with your right hand. Why, says Masakhtar Seifrim? Because the Torah was given with the right. Right? The Gemara and says, If you find a Sefer, dust it off. The Pelayoyetz says, You know how careful They have to be with Svarim. Tzaddikim used to ask permission before they left. Ravavadiyah. Rivavadya, before he went to his final illness that he died from in the hospital when he left, he asked he went to say goodbye to all of this farm. I remember being in the base major with Rukhaim with uh, with Dovaltuski's at Sal, the Basra 75 Svarim. And I remember he was a Masmid in Kamoyu, unbelievable masmed, twinning all day. But he took pride in his farm, he covered all his farm. However much of a masmid he was, he took pride because he understood Kedusha's farm, how harsh of it is, how important it is. But Hashem, tomorrow we will continue with more of this.